you're about to listen to a broadcast of the Greater Harvest Church in Ellenwood, Georgia. In this episode, Pastor Eddie Montgomery Jr. ministers a word entitled, Let the Main Thing Be the Main Thing. Stay tuned. Thus far, amen. We thank God for everybody that's here and those that's in social media land, amen. We're going to be coming from Hebrews chapter 12, amen. Hebrews chapter 12, amen. That's where we're going to be coming from. Hebrews chapter 12. And if you haven't already in social media land, we want you to share, amen. Let somebody hear this word on today, amen. Amen, amen. Hebrews chapter 12 and Again, if you haven't already, please share this message with somebody. Amen. That's the way that you could get the word and sow the seed of the word into somebody who would need it this week. Amen. Who might need it right now. Amen. I do not count it a uh, a little. When God gives a word, God gives a word. Amen. He gives a word. Amen. And I thank God for the word of God. And it says here in Hebrews chapter 12, amen, Hebrews chapter 12, wherefore seeing we are, we also are compassed about with so great a cloud of witnesses. Let us lay aside every weight and the sin which does so easily beset us. And let us run with patience the the race that is set before us. I want you to underline that. Amen. The race that is set before us. Looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and is set down at the right hand of the throne of God. For consider him that endureth such contradiction of sinners against himself, lest least ye be weary and faint in your minds. Amen. Amen. I want to go all the way down. Amen. To the 14th verse. It says, Follow peace with all men and holiness without which no man shall see the Lord. Amen. I thank God for this word today. My message on today, amen, is make the main thing the main thing. Make the main thing the main thing. The the scripture that really fascinated me and really got me to God really been ministering to me about is in verse number uh it says and let us run with patience in verse number one let us run with patience the race that is set before us set before us we look at that phrase set before us and we see that he even said in verse uh number two he says that that looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him 
endured. Set before him endured. Today, I want to encourage you, my fellow brothers and sisters. I want to encourage the ones that's in the social media land. Amen. We have to make the main thing the main thing. Focus on the main thing to be the main thing. And we have to understand what the main thing is. We've been talking about the kingdom of God, you know, for the uh, past couple of months now. And that's, that's good. Uh, I really do feel that when you get a full understanding of God's kingdom, his kingdom, and the things, the characteristics, the things that comes with the kingdom, I really do feel that as a believer, you will benefit the kingdom lifestyle that Christ died for. But in order for us to, to embrace and understand the characteristics and the features and the benefits of his kingdom, we have to understand what Christ is. We have to make the main thing the main thing. Now we are, we, we have to get to where we really home in and focus on the root. The root of what drives you. What drives you. And for, 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 for God's really been dealing with me is that we have to preach and teach and really display more of Jesus than ever before because you got so many people that has now taken advantage or reaping the 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 benefits of the principles of the bible they're reaping and benefiting the principle on uh, the benefits of the principles the precepts and and the the things that the blessings that come with serving and uh, knowing about the Bible, but the inside of that person is lacking something. The inside, the, the, the soul of the person is still troubled. The soul, even in Christianity, you have a lot of people that have uh, learned, uh, whether you hear it on social media, whether you hear it on YouTube, whether you see it, you get a message, you have a lot of people that hear about Christ, but really don't fully understand the power and the benefits of having Christ in them. So you have a lot of people that take little bits and pieces of, you know, now we live in a day and age where people talk about the universe. God bless you. God bless you. We look about God doing the universe. And I have a question. I say, if God in the universe, and some people relate it to the universe, then the question is, who created the universe? So there has to be something bigger than the universe, which is God himself who created all things. The Bible talks about how he creates all things. So if he create all things, then he's bigger than the universe. The universe is subject to him. The universe has a name. And that name has to bow to the name of Jesus. The Bible says every knee shall bow. Every tongue shall confess. Every knee. Every name that has a name. 
So it's important for us to understand the power of Christ and how we that believe in Christ, we are believing in the true and living God. We believe in the sure thing. And what I love about it is this. We have to see that this life that you live, there's something greater than this. You got to understand that there's something greater than this. We spend too much time focusing on perfecting this material, this outward thing, and not enough time perfecting the soul of you. I need to have the soul of me built up so I could truly benefit from my heavenly father who sent his son to conquer this life so that way everything in this life can be added to me. Prophetess did a wonderful job last week talking about having things added. Having things added. When you understand that your soul is so important that what you do now and the decisions you make now and the way you think now affects your future. Y'all gonna have to bear with me because even on today, I look at decisions we make now. It affect our future. I look at the, the, the young baby in the back and it's, it's so profound because God showed me them today. Her future has so much, so many ways it could go. So much potential, so much different things that this young baby can grow up into. Her mom has to give her and position her and train her and show her, put her in position where she can understand I have a future. That has to be instilled in her at a little age. So when she grows up she can see opportunity when it presents itself and know how to make the right choices. Christ says this is the same thing for us as his children. He died on the cross. We have to consider that. It tells us in here. Consider what Christ did on the cross. Can you imagine? Because see, there is a hope for you. There's a hope for you that's beyond this present life. There is a hope 
for you that's beyond this present life. You have to understand that when Christ saw you, he had you in his mind when he was on the cross. Christ did not have to die on the cross. He did it because he saw you and me. He said, I want more for them. So I have to do something for them to be able to live a life on this earth where they see beyond what can come up in their faces. To be a Christian, you have to live past what you see. To be a Christian, you have to live past how you feel. To be a Christian, you have to live past what you think you know. You have to know how to rely on the miss of God. What do I mean by that? His awesomeness. His goodness. His holiness. How mighty he is in his ness. When you get to the point where you understand the ness of God. God, you're, you're, you're good to me. Your goodness and your mercy endureth forever. God, I, I, I love you because I, 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 I see that sometimes things don't make sense, but there's a hope in you that I know is going to work. It's going to be alright. The joy that I possess in my inner man helps me to keep running and walking and waking up in the morning to say, I have to fight the good fight of faith. I have to keep going. You would then, if you don't have Christ on in, in your soul, if Christ is not all in your soul and consumed, see, we got to get consumed by God. We got to get consumed with Jesus being the main thing in your life. When Jesus is the main thing in your life, nothing else matters because you know that all of that stuff is just what it is. Things come and things go. One minute you're happy, one minute you're sad. But the joy of the Lord, we talked about that in Bible study. The joy of the Lord. The joy means, uh, I told y'all in the Greek and Bible study, it means chara. It means that in every circumstance, any circumstance that you could possibly be in, God is in full control. Amen. And I have self-assurance that God is in full control so I can praise him and worship him in any circumstance because I know God is in control. Hallelujah. So therefore, I have joy. When you have joy in your spirit, it's not like happiness. Because happiness could come and happiness could go. Some minute you could be happy, some minute you can't. But when you have joy, the joy is, I have joy in the hope that when this life is over, my soul 
is anchored in the Lord. How many people think about your soul? I ain't talking about thinking about how you feel. How many really thinks about their soul? You only have one soul. You only, you only have, you only have one soul. That one soul. You only have one time, one way to affect your soul, and that soul has to be the most important thing in your body. You got two hands. You got two eyes. You got two nostrils. You got two legs. But you only have one soul. So I have to take the time to really think about my soul. How is my soul? Is my soul in a good place with God? Am I in a right position where my soul is anchored in the Lord? It's my soul that my hope, the hope of the glory of God. It's the soul that the soul desires to be connected to the awesomeness of God. It's my soul that requires me to be uh, uh, connected to him in an intimate way. It's my soul that longs for the things that before the foundation of the earth, he was there. He was there with me all the time. It's my soul that needs to be filled with his Holy Spirit. It's my soul that I desire to want to be like him. I desire to want to walk like him. It's my soul that has had a connection with him and it was separated from because of sin. But let us, let us, let us think about it. But what Christ did on the cross, how he bled, how he died, he took everything on his back for us. It was our souls that he was on the cross thinking about. It was your soul that he says, I don't want that person to understand that I left them. I did not leave them, but I have joy to know that if I endure to the end, I will have great joy to know that that soul will be mine and, and I will be his father and that soul will be my child and it's the soul of the person that's why the devil wants you to not know about your soul or be concerned about your soul he wants you to be distracted about the things he wants you to be distracted with the things of this world but this thing the, the world is not uh, he says this kingdom is not meat, it's not drink it, it doesn't matter about the things but it is the kingdom, it is the domain it is the rule, it is the authority of the power of God your soul has to experience the power of God I need my soul to be in a good place when my soul is in a good place it helps my mind to be in a good place because wherever my soul is attracted to whatever my soul is being pulled on that's where my mind's gonna go oh that's from heaven good god almighty that shocked myself don't you realize that that whatever your soul is distracted or tied or attracted to, that's where your mind's going to dwell. So if my soul is anchored in the finished works of what Christ did on the cross, that means my, 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 my mind's going to be fixed on the one that died for me. 
that means my mind is going, let us, let us, let us, let us think about it. Let us think about it. If, 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 my, if my, my mind is on the author and the finisher of my faith, which is Jesus Christ, he has to be the author and finish of your faith. You got so many people that's wondering in this day and age, well, God, they trying to figure it out on their own. You can't figure it out on your own. You're not made to figure it out on your own. Because when you are, when, when you, as a, as a kingdom kid, you have to know that you have ruleship. That means you think like your daddy. My soul has to be anchored so I can think like my daddy. Whatever your daddy thinks, and he speaks, it happens. So should it be with you. When I'm thinking right, then I speak right. When I speak right, manifestations of what I speak come to pass. What are you speaking? When you look in the mirror, what do you say to yourself? When you look at somebody, what do you say to them? When you are speaking, when you are articulating out of your soul, See, I, I want to talk to y'all soul. When you are articulating from the depths of your soul, what are you saying to yourself? Do you have enough sense to know that Christ, he's in there. He's trying to shape you. He's trying to make you. He's trying to make you say the right thing. He's trying to make you think the right thing. It's the struggle between your flesh and your soul. And your soul has to win. How do your soul win? He says, think about these things. Think about the things that Christ has done. How he, how he died on the cross. Don't you understand that when you think on Christ. See, we, we, don't, we don't want to talk about that. We don't want to spend that much time thinking about what Christ did. Oh, I know Christ died on the cross for me. Oh, if you just say it like that, that means you don't got it. You don't have it like the Bible says. Well, how can you say that, Pastor? You don't know what I got. Uh, I'm going to prove it to you. How uh, in the Bible, how many ever read in the Bible where anybody in the New Testament, uh, after Christ ascended, and he says, I give you keys, and these keys, whatever you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. Whatever you loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. And then they begin to go up outside throughout the whole world turning the whole world upside down all the believers who was uh, persecuted for the namesake of Christ they was having joy for even being identified as a one in the way one that was in the way one that was a believer how many of you understand that when they had it in their hearts how many have read in the Bible where those people was talking about their situation, their burdens, their problems? How many do you have you ever read in the Bible when the apostle talks about how they was struggling or how they couldn't do this, how they didn't have that, how they this person didn't like them, how that person, how they was trying to do this, how they was trying to get that outfit, how they was trying to make that job, how they was... Do, do you see in the Bible where they put their emphasis on the things of this life? No. What you see is they put emphasis on the thing that goes beyond this life. 
Oh, the hope of glory. Ah, I wish that we would come and be together for the hope of the glory of God shall be revealed in us. Ah, I, I, I wish, my brethren, that we follow peace with all men, holiness without which no man shall be able to see the Lord. I want it in my soul. That's how they understood. They knew that there was a life beyond this life. If you spend too much of your time just focusing on this life as a believer, you miss the whole point of being a Christian. It's not about this life. It's about the life to come. I want to be ready when he comes. I want to be right when he comes. I want to have the, the, the experience of being in the number. I want to be one of those witnesses. I want to be one of those witnesses. Uh, a witness is a person that can identify, say, I was there. I experienced that. I know what God can do because he did it through me. If you live in your life, you're supposed to, as a believer, you're supposed to live your life to say, God, however you want to bless, use me. However you want to be, use me. I allow myself to be empty out of self and let me get into you. So whatever you want to do, use me. That's how your life should be. That's how you should think. The hope of glory. The hope. How do we, um, and I'm almost finished. How, how do we, how do we, how do we get the glory of God? The glory of God is in your knowledge of the hope of God. He's coming back, saints. Yes, he is. See, see, we, 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 he's coming back. He's coming back for believers. He's coming back for you. He's coming back. And he says, when I come back, I'm coming back. And I want, I want you to represent uh, why you're here. But don't, don't get comfortable. We, we, we getting too comfortable and getting too distracted. Don't get comfortable. Be about your father's business. There's so much that God wants to do in this earth, but he, it takes people. It takes one that he has imparted his spirit into. It takes one that he has imparted his knowledge into. If you understand what Christ did on that cross for you you would notice this in the Bible those believers spreaded the word they didn't spread mess they didn't spread gossip they didn't spread problems they didn't co-sign people uh, uh, things no they spread it and they changed the game they changed the game because they had an inner experience with the Lord that inner experience caused them to be changed forever I come to tell you if you want to have a different type of way of life you have that inner experience with God he will change you you would not be the same. You would not be the same. And when you are not the same, you could appreciate when Christ says, I love you, my son. I love you, my daughter. I want the best for you. I want you, I want you to represent me. How many really represent in Christ? When, when you have it in your soul, that's what your the main thing is to represent Christ. 
so he can get his glory. That's the main thing. It goes beyond this thing, what we call life. It goes beyond this thing that we call life. It goes beyond that. So that means my, my expectation should be beyond what this world says I can have. I should be inquiring and trying to seek out the things diligently, the things of God, which is not just about this life. It goes beyond this life. The people who you are surrounded with, you should ask God, God, why you have me around these people? What is it about these people that has a connection to me? And he would download as a believer. And if you have his spirit, he would begin to show you the reason why you here is because I need some glory out of you to affect this person. But that's when you have your soul right with the Lord. This is how it works. And when you have your soul right with the Lord, you can glory in God. You can glory in the way that God, I, I, I just want to do right. I just want to do whatever you want me to do. I just want to be however you want me to be. Lord, let me, let me be right. Let me just be right. Let me just be right. I just want to be whole. I'm tired. I'm tired of always getting up Sunday after Sunday, preaching to a lot of people on the social media, preaching to a lot of people that they just don't get it. I'm talking about when you get that God, he loves you so much that he wants you to have the abundance, that he wants you to be right, that he wants you to represent him, that he wants you to love him because he loves you so much. So many people are giving up on God. How can you give up on the God that loves you before you was you, before you got into you? How can you, how can you, how can you walk away from that type of love? A love that is so unconditional. It doesn't have strings attached. When we walk away from him and we come back, he says, I'm still here. I never left you. I never forsake you. I still have open arms. Well, God, I don't deserve it. You might don't deserve it. We all don't deserve it. But he says, I love you anyway. I love you anyway. I still want to be the apple of your eye. I still want to be the God of your gods. I still want to be the king of your glory. I got to have them like that. In my closing, make the main thing, Jesus the Christ, the main thing. Make him the main thing. The race that is set before you. All of us have something that is set before us. You have something that is set before you that you have to endure. Everybody in here has something set before them that they have to endure. Once you come to that moment, don't allow yourself to get discouraged. Don't you allow yourself to get distracted. Don't you allow yourself to get frightened. Because know that Christ did the finished work. He finished the work. He finished the work. So he's on the other side waiting for you to come to him. Because he said uh, the fight is already fixed. 
Only thing I want you to do is endure the process. I just want you to go through the process. I already made the way. I already finished the work. When I died on that cross and I said it is finished, guess what? Heaven heard it is finished. The earth heard it was finished. Hell itself heard that it is finished. And everything starts trembling. The Bible said the earthquake. The Bible says hell itself opened up its gates. The Bible says heaven itself began to open up. The sun refused to shine because he said it was finished. Now notice this, another nugget from heaven, and then I'm going to go to my seat. When he said it was finished, the Bible says the sun refused to shine when he was on the cross, right? 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 The sun refused to shine. Well, I don't know anything that's brighter than the sun in this earth. The Bible, I mean, people, scientists, tells me that you can't even look at the sun directly without damaging your eyes. You can't even do that because the sun is the brightest thing in the earth. Well, if the sun refused to shine because Christ said it was finished, the Bible also tells me that there is one that's brighter than the sun. There is one that is brighter than the sun. And that sun that is brighter than the sun is the almighty. We, we see the, the ness again. We see the ness of God. The sun that is brighter than the sun, he shows his awesomeness. The sun that is brighter than the sun we see his gloriness. The sun that is brighter than the sun, we see his goodness. Why? Because he said it is finished. So when the sun out here that we see refused to shine, that sun says, I no longer need to shine because it is time for the Son of God. Good God Almighty. It is time for the Son of God to set up his throne. Because in the Bible, it tells me when all of this is said and done, Christ is the light. And he will be the light that will shine brighter than anything that we have ever seen. So the sun refused to shine because the sun has a name. And the Bible says at the name of Jesus, the Son of God, everything has to bow. The Son had to be obedient. Consider this. If that's the type of power that we possess, then why are we focusing on this fleshly thing? when there's something far greater why are you settling when you got greatness in you why are you settling when you are an eagle but you yet you walking around like a chicken why settle when things that god has already provided 
you don't kick the door down and, and tell them, I'm here. I'm here. I was looking at the game last night, two o'clock in the morning. Colorado buffs Deion Sanders. And he has a slogan, we coming. We coming. I need to let the world know we coming. I look at him and I say, God, what about me? Sometimes in social media land, we talk about Jesus. And people, we say, oh, that's Jesus. But when we talk about somebody who we physically can see, it seems like it, it hits different that people understand it. So I looked at Deion Sanders and by no means am I comparing him to those that's in here because he's human just like me. He's a man just like me. But one thing that I admire and I see some resemblance which caused me to be fascinated is when I read in the Bible how the people in the Bible did things, how Christ said, you two, I need two of y'all to go into this city. And when they went into a city, they turned the city upside down, two people. Or when one, one of the disciples go into a city, they turn the city upside down. And I say, God, we read about that in the Bible, but do we see that in this day and age? And I say, well, everybody been talking about Deion Sanders, Deion Sanders, how he's changing the game. I say, this man went into a city and they said that the economy of that city just flourished like $18 million in one day. He has people saying, we coming, I believe, I believe, I believe. He's very influential that a lot of people are starting to jump on the bandwagon. I say, what about me? How many people am I influencing? What, what's so different from him than me? Then I start studying him. I say, oh, he got confidence. He said, why am I going to let how you feel about me determine how I feel about myself? He said, you can't make me, you can't break me. So why, why am I going to let what you think about me disrupt how I feel about me? I said, oh, it's, he's talking like, he's talking like, a, like somebody who in the Bible days that says silver and gold have I none but such as I have I give unto you I know what I have do you know what you have if you have Christ on the inside of you you got all that you need you got more than enough but you got to understand what you have if you don't understand what you have 
then you're not going to understand how to be the believer that God sent his son to die for to be. You forfeit your, your rights, your inheritance, because you shortchange yourself. We got to stop shortchanging ourselves. We got to start getting to the point that, God, I know who you are in me. I see beyond what I see. I see the greater good. I see the hope. I see that there's life beyond this. I have to do what you want me to do. And that affect my soul. Stay to your feet. It affect your soul. Saints, when we gonna get to the point where we start being concerned about our souls? I don't care if you saved, been saved. Uh, this month, I've been saved 29 years. It's my spiritual anniversary. This month. 29 years. And I had to say to myself, now we got plenty of people who've been saved longer than that. Some people who've been saved less than that. But I had to say to myself, self, as Mr. Brown said, myself say, huh? I say, God, I know what I experienced when you saved me. I know what it felt like when I gave my life to him. I mean, I gave my life to him. I was the type of person, if I'm going to give my life, I'm going to give my life. Because either I'm going to be all in or I'm going to be all out. <laughs> That's how I, I was like that when I wasn't in the church. If we're going to do something, let's just do it and go all out with it. Same way in God. If I'm going to do it, I'm going to go all out in it. And I'm going to believe everything in it. And I said to myself, 29 years. God, have I lost my love? Have, have I lost my, my passion? Have I lost my desire? Have I lost my oomph? If you feel yourself losing your oomph, he said, consider what he did. And how he endured that race was set before him. I had to consider that thing. I said, God, I got to get back. Get back. I got to get my mind. I got to get back. I got to get my zeal back. Because there's too many that that's not, not that their soul is, is, is waiting. Their soul is waiting. Their soul is waiting. And if that's you today on social media or in here, and you're saying, I got to get it back. I got to get it back. We're going to pray. We're going to pray because God says, what I want, I want people to understand this about your soul. I want you to understand your soul is the most important thing that you can possess. Your soul is the most important thing. Your life doesn't mean nothing if your soul is not right. <laughs> Good God, about it. God dropping some gems on me today. Think about this. When you die, and you dead and gone. Your life, which you thinking it is now, your, your what, what you worried about now, what you worried about now, that ain't gonna mean nothing. Nobody's gonna even think about that. You know what they're gonna think about when they think about you when you dead and gone? 
your works. What you did. Oh, I remember this person. They was like this. I remember it's your works that you do that's going to live beyond your flesh. So if you don't think like that, that's how you need to think. Think beyond. What, how am I going to affect somebody by my life? The works that I put in, the things that I said, how can I affect somebody or move somebody or change somebody by my actions? It's your actions that's going to speak for you. Heavenly Father, we thank you right now. We thank you for the word. We thank you for the word. God, I ask right now, Lord, that the soul of the person, that you, you Lord, minister to their souls. I'm tired, God, of addressing things. I'm tired of addressing situations. I'm tired of addressing circumstances. But God, sanctify their soul. Let them realize that their soul is the most important thing that they can possess. Their soul is the most important thing that they have to take care of. The soul is the most important thing they have to build up. Lord, get them in. Get, let our souls be right with you. Let our, let our souls be right with you. God, I pray for everybody that's on social media that's listening to minister to their soul. Get it right. Get it right. Keep it right. Get it right. God wants more from you. He wants you to serve him and him only. This I pray in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Come on, give God a hand, praise. You have just listened to another episode of the Greater Harvest Podcast. We hope that you have had an ear for what the word has to say to you. And we pray that your life will be changed for the better as a result of that. Please join us here again very soon and follow us on Instagram and Facebook for even more from the harvest. See you soon. Be blessed.